how to think. The inversion strategy used by Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett to build a multi-billion dollar investment company. How you can use it, what it is, and how ignoring it might be the most dangerous thing you can do. Welcome back to another episode of the Shut Up, No One Cares, Get Back to Work podcast. I'm your host, Colin Stuckard. Big ideas, first principles, evergreen content about how you can be a better human. That's my goal, help you become a better human. Let's get into today's big idea. And then there's going to be the daily six actionable tips that you can take to your day. And then I'll let you get back to life. Let's start with some quotes by the less popular but integral partner of Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger. Knowing what you don't know is more useful than being brilliant. It is remarkable how much long-term advantage people like us have gotten by trying to be consistently not stupid instead of trying to be very intelligent. There must be some wisdom in the folk saying, it's the strong swimmers who drown. The constant here with the inversion strategy is you're trying to not add things. You're trying to learn by actually removing things and or at the very least addressing what things that you're operating under that you think you already know. Let's use the example of diet. So most people think about diet or weight loss or reaching their fitness goals as I'm going to try this diet. I'm going to stick to it for 60 days, 90 days, whatever. That's an addition strategy. That's adding on to what they're currently doing. And they convince themselves that they'll be motivated and they'll stick to it and they're going to change their life and everything. It's a typical story where for 30 to maybe even 60 days, you stay somewhat consistent. You're showing up to the gym, you're eating right, you're saying no to the bad foods, whatever, and you do a little bit less and less each day, and your old habits creep back in. This happens January 1st every year. Gym memberships skyrocket. Supplement sales skyrocket. Healthy food skyrockets. And then by day 60, by March 1st, most people, something like probably 95% to 99% of people are back to where they were at the end of December. Why is this? The primary reason is a lack of the inversion strategy. The inversion strategy would approach diet this way. So you try to first analyze what you're currently doing in your life. What are the routines and the habits that in most cases you've been doing your entire life? What foods are you eating? When do you eat? When are you snacking? Are you eating two scoops of ice cream after every meal and you've been doing that for years? Do you keep chocolate and junk foods in your pantry and you, and you sneak a bite here and there? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What are the things that you're currently doing and that you've been doing for a while? The key for nutrition and diet and success with any habit is altering your environment so that the things you're naturally going to try to do that's already baked into your biology, you remove. So in the case of this, if you keep a pound of Breyers ice cream in your freezer at all times, because you usually have a scoop or two after dinner and that's your routine, well, adding an exercise routine and or diet to your current life and not addressing the problem of the ice cream, that is the danger of not using the inversion strategy, and it's why most people fail. They don't address the things that they're currently doing that are already built in and find ways to alter their environment to remove those, to subtract from their life as a means to get what they want or to build new habits and routines, etc. If you don't start by removing the one pound of ice cream that's always in your freezer, it doesn't matter what routine or what diet you take on. Nothing's going to be able to go on top of that foundation because that foundation has a big crack in it. And that crack is that ice cream that's always in the freezer that is easy to grab and easy to eat two delicious scoops of after every meal. The inversion strategy is about going to what you're currently doing and the routines and habits and whatever, and then analyzing at the very baseline, what are the foundational parts of my routines and my habits? What are these things that are a part of my environment that I go to on a regular basis? And then how do I solve those first before I consider adding anything at all on top? 
what you would do in this instance is you would find strategies to avoid getting a one pound tub of ice cream in your freezer. If you're going to the grocery store, you buy it in the frozen section. So either you decide to not put it in your basket at all, or you take it a step further. If you think you're going to be tempted to put it in your basket, you don't even go down the frozen section. You don't even look at the ice cream selection. You just pretend it doesn't exist. And you do your grocery shopping only when you are in your best frame of mind and you're motivated and you have energy and you're not tired, et cetera. And that's how you would use the inversion strategy is you would reverse engineer how to get rid of that one pound of ice cream that's in your freezer. Because until you can do that, like I said, anything you throw on top of this shaky foundation is just eventually going to crumble. The power of the inversion strategy is to not think about adding things because that's what we like to do. We want to go to Amazon and buy something. We want to add some new app. We want to read some new book or do take some course. And we just add things on top of the foundation, which is our daily habits. And usually the daily habits are not conducive for the thing we want because that's why we're trying to add something in the first place. See how that works? So you don't add anything at all. Because you understand that when you add more things to a shaky foundation, you're just adding more weight that's going to stress the foundation and it's going to be more likely that everything's going to tumble. So what you do is you go back, you go down to the foundation and you get that as clean and solid as possible. You patch up any holes, you maybe re-pour the concrete, rebuild it from the ground up, whatever you have to do to get a solid foundation. And in the case of the weight loss example, a solid foundation would be not having ice cream in your freezer. It would be cleaning out your pantry. It would be not having these foods in your house anywhere. Focus on trying to not be dumb or blind. For example, not paying attention to the fact that you have ice cream in your freezer and you're just lying to yourself. If you tell yourself you're just not going to eat it, that's a complete and utter lie. That never works. So you have to be honest with yourself. You have to approach the basic foundational things that you're doing wrong that need to be fixed to get to where you want to go. And then you spend as much energy there as possible to get that taken care of. And then once that's a smooth foundation and it's very stable, then you can build things on top and start a new diet or routine or whatever. This is the inversion principle at work. And so much of business investing of things that we take on in life, new projects, it's always this grass is greener syndrome where we think that some new shiny object is going to be the thing that's going to get us the results or get us to where we want to go. And most of the time, it's not because the things that actually get results are a first principles approach. What are the basic ideas or principles of this thing? That's where you get your 80-20. That's where the results come from. And most people ignore the basics and, the, and they ignore the foundation and they ignore first principles because it just seems like it's not that interesting and it's not where the results are going to be. But that's exactly where the results are. Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett have built a multi-billion dollar company, one of the biggest companies in the world, had some of the longest running success in the financial markets because they take a super foundational approach. They're more worried about not losing money, not making big decisions than they are about making sure they capitalize on every opportunity that comes their way. Sure, they could have invested Apple early on. Sure, they could have invested in Amazon early on. But how many other of those tech companies were other investors investing in that everybody thought were going to be the next big thing that turned out to not be? There's actually way more of those companies than there are the big winners today, like Facebook, Google, Amazon, Apple, etc. In their eyes, it's better to be a little bit late to the party. For example, Warren Buffett now owns his largest holding is Apple Computer. And he used to say for years that he's not going to invest in tech companies because he doesn't understand them. He can't make a good decision with them. And so he has to avoid being stupid by not investing in them. But then later on, he comes to the party because he realizes what Apple is. It's a brand. It's a good company, et cetera. You're better off taking the long view, 
that's based on first principles, that's not as shiny, it doesn't have as much newness, new objects coming into your life, and it's not as exciting at times, but it's going to stand the test of time. Your strategy is going to be evergreen. When you focus on the foundational principles and you invert, rather than adding, you try to subtract. Rather than thinking what's new or what's fresh, you focus on what's the same and has been, and then focus your energy there. This will revolutionize your life. And when you really start thinking this way, you'll avoid making decisions you would have made. And a lot of people, they screw up their lives or they lose all their money or they get into bad relationships or they do things because they're always caught into the new shiny ball or object and they rush into things with enthusiasm and whatever and they ignore the basics. Don't ignore the basics. Focus on them because that's where your results are actually going to come from. So that's it for the big idea. Let's get to the daily six, short and sweet and quick, and then you can get back to your life. Daily question to ponder. Imagine what you would do if you woke up tomorrow and you had a million dollars. Obviously, you'd spend some money and do some dumb things, right? You get that out of the way, and then life would set in, and then you would ask yourself, well, what do I actually like doing? Do I like spending time with my friends and family? Do I like building things? Do I like helping others? Because after the material shine wears off and you, you get over the spending money, traveling and doing all those fancy things that most people try to do with money, you get back to the baseline reality of how you're living life and the things that actually matter to humans. Those are where you should try to find insights and in how you can shape your life today. Daily book recommendation, Sapiens. <laughs> That's pretty much all I'm going to say about it. It's just one of those foundational books you need to read. Sapiens. Amazing book. I listened to it on Audible. Daily health tip. Get on the ground, maybe get a mat or just rug or whatever, grab your phone or, or Kindle or something or a book, and then do some stretches while you're reading. Make this a daily habit. Maybe do it in the mornings, maybe do it at night, maybe do it both. Daily cooking tip, use more salt than you're using. Most people do not use enough salt. And if you're getting a good rock salt, like Himalayan pink salt or really good sea salt, you don't need to worry about watching your salt intake. A lot of the research trying to connect salt intake to things like blood pressure and hypertension has been, I mean, at this point, kind of debunked. There are some variables if you're on blood pressure medication where this can be an issue, so consult your doctor if that's the case. But generally, if you're cooking your food at home, people do not need to worry about their sodium intake. In fact, a lot of people, there's a case to be made, are not consuming enough salt, and it can actually lead to health problems. Daily thoughts about money. If you don't have self-awareness, you're never going to be good with your money. So I guarantee you they did the research, they would show a correlation between self-awareness and spending. The more self-awareness you have, the better spending and probably the more saving investing. The less self-awareness you have, the equally proportional poorer spending habits that you have. You buy things, try to impress people. You spend a ton of money and time and focus on your appearance. You don't really know why you're insecure, on and on and on, on. When you have self-awareness, you're going to have better control of your finances. When you're acting emotional, when you understand why you do things, when bad things happen in the market, you're going to sell just like everybody does. Investors sell when they shouldn't and they buy when they shouldn't. When things are great, everyone's talking about great news, markets are up, this and that, everybody's buying. When things are down and the virus happened and this and that, everybody's selling. It should be the flip-flop. <laughs> Work on your self-awareness and that will contribute to your finances. That's it for today. Hey, hey, Colin here. Before I let you go, make sure you go over to colin.coach to hop on the AM5 newsletter so you can get a list of all the shows as well as some of my best content from the week before. You can go to colin.coach to get that now. If you'd like to support the show, you can go over to patreon.com slash Colin Stuckard and you can see some of the membership options, a small monthly donation to help support the work here and join me in my quest to build better humans using big ideas 
as well as promoting health through the Ancestral Mind podcast. I appreciate the support. And if you have any questions or comments, you can send me an email directly to Colin at wildfoods.co. This show is also sponsored by Wild Foods Co. Real foods, superfood ingredients from small producers around the world. These are the products I use and trust on a daily basis. You can use code WILDCEO for 12% off your entire order over at wildfoods.co.